Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Temple Law Library podcast. I'm Julie Randolph. Today, I'm very happy to have Michael Hayes, Manager of Research Services at the Third Circuit Libraries, as our guest. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for having me on your podcast. First off, um, as I said, you work for the Third Circuit Libraries, but um, I believe that includes more than just the actual Third Circuit Court. What courts does that include? Yeah, so, so Julie, the Third Circuit Libraries, we work with all courts and court units within the Third Circuit. So in addition to the Court of Appeals, we work with the district courts, bankruptcy courts, uh, even probation and pretrial. Uh, we, we support all those different uh, courts throughout the circuit, which of course our circuit is the federal courts in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, so it's pretty big, uh, the number of different court locations uh, uh, and number of court staff we support. That is a wide geographic area. So how many librarians and library staff work for the Third Circuit Libraries, and are they actual librarians and staff spread throughout that area? Yes, so we are uh, the Third Circuit Libraries. We have a headquarters library here in Philadelphia. Uh, so we have 21 total staff throughout the different Third Circuit Library locations. Uh, so here in our headquarters library, it's our biggest location. We have six librarians and four library technicians. And then we have throughout the rest of the circuit, throughout the different districts in, in our, our circuit, we have uh, librarians and some technicians uh, who help in the different branch library locations, uh, all part of the same system. So we have uh, Pittsburgh Library, uh, Harrisburg for the middle district, and Pittsburgh, of course, serves the Western District and the Court of Appeals judges that are have chambers in Pittsburgh in the Western District locations. Harrisburg, I mentioned Middle District. Uh, Middle District has uh, several different courthouses, but our, our library location is in Harrisburg. Uh, I hear my colleagues in Philadelphia serve the Philadelphia area. District in New Jersey, we have a library. Our biggest library there is in Newark, New Jersey. There's uh, smaller library locations in Trenton and Camden. District of Delaware, we have the library in Wilmington. I used to work there. I worked there for six years in the District of Delaware. So uh, it was a nice, nice place. Uh, so that is part of our court and the U.S. Virgin Islands. So we have uh, two branch libraries in the uh, St. Thomas and St. Croix courthouses. We have an excellent librarian there, Aisha. All our my library colleagues are all excellent throughout the circuit. We all work together. Uh, so. We are all overseen by our circuit librarian, Melissa Bernstein, and Melissa is here physically uh, in the Philadelphia headquarters library. It's where her office is, uh, but she oversees not just our library here, all, all the different libraries throughout the circuit. Do you ever get an excuse to visit the Virgin Islands location? I have not. Uh, I have actually been to the U.S. Virgin Islands on vacation. It's beautiful. I've done a lot of court history research on the uh, question without a great answer of why the U.S. Virgin Islands is part of the Third Circuit. Uh, so uh, I unfortunately have not had a chance to visit it through my position here. I know Melissa will as uh, uh, the circuit librarian and overseeing the library. She will visit the, the other libraries throughout the circuit, 
Uh, so she will get to go there, but uh, not a place I've been to visit. Although uh, we are small in number, uh, we all work together at the different library staff throughout the circuit. Uh, really is a pretty nice uh, team uh, group. We're very, I think, collegial to each other. Uh, it's a nice atmosphere. So for instance, if uh, our Pittsburgh library has something we don't have in, in Philadelphia, we share materials, we try to help each other out. Great. Um, so you mentioned you used to work in the Wilmington office. How did you come to work for the Third Circuit Libraries in the first place? Well, I, I first actually started here in the Philadelphia Headquarters Library. I was working before that in St. John's University Law Library in, in Queens, New York. I worked there for a couple of years after I finished my master's in library science. I saw they had a, a job here in the Third Circuit Libraries in Philadelphia. I was excited about the, the job ad. I applied, got hired. So excited I, I got hired. It's been a great place to work. Uh, so I worked here in Philadelphia for about three years. And then I took a position as the uh, branch librarian in the District of Delaware. I was there about six years. And now I've been back here in Philadelphia um, a couple of years. Uh, so uh, it is nice uh, some court staff not just myself sometimes will transfer court locations within the circuit uh, so like i said in the beginning too we, we work with all the different uh courts within a circuit uh, so it's a good experience uh sometimes uh it's a little bit different being a librarian in in district of delaware uh quite a lot of patent law uh, corporate law questions a lot of bankruptcy uh so that that was fun a little bit different uh, so it's been Nice, uh, both locations I, I've enjoyed working in. Yeah, it sounds like a great job. So talk, let's talk a little bit more about what the job actually entails. Uh, what types of questions do judges and law clerks ask the libraries to help out with? Uh, so kind of one of the, the things that I like about my job, it could be very varied. Uh, so I mentioned when I, I was in, in Delaware, we had a lot of patent law questions. Uh, I don't get that quite as much here in, in Philadelphia, but I can really don't know what type of question I might get answered. One common one we, we get a lot of questions or, or law clerks are interested in getting some help with is uh, federal legislative histories, how to compile that, what to look for. Very common question we get. Uh, questions on accessing dockets, uh, how to use PACER, how to find something in a state court docket, uh, that sort of thing. Pretty common. Uh, questions. Also, just kind of background research on a uh, legal topic. You're doing maybe research on a case as a, as a law clerk or, or a judge. Maybe you want some maybe treatises, background resources on that subject area. Those types of those are pretty old kind of common questions we get. Uh, but really, it could really be anything. It could be very broad here. Uh, I've had questions on finding medical resources, science resources. Uh, really could be anything. Uh, I particularly like uh, working on court history research. So that's a pretty common thing I've, I've gotten to work on. Uh, when I've been with the court, one of my favorite projects when I, I started, back when I started here in, in Philadelphia, the first time I was here, I got to help uh, research the Eastern District of Pennsylvania's uh, court history book uh, called Mortals with Tremendous Responsibilities. Excellent book. Our former uh, former chief judge of the Eastern District uh, wrote the book. He did a, a great job. It is very detailed. 
so it was a really fun thing for me to try to find, uh, you know, help find resources from all the way going back to the 17, you know, 90s, 1800s. So, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, so sometimes I mentioned uh, uh, court history, uh, fun topic comes up a lot. Uh, we also, of course, get asked what type of resources we have for our library subscriptions. Uh, so uh, we go over electronic resources, a uh, lot of questions on legal news resources here in Philadelphia, uh, legal intelligencer, how do you access that? Uh, Law 360, those are kind of common questions, how do I access that? What Basically what's available uh, you know, to, to the court staff member through us in the library. Yeah, you mentioned resources, and there's a popular, I think, misconception among law librarians outside the courts that the courts all like using Westlaw or Westlaw may be the preferred vendor. But you and I had an earlier conversation that seemed to indicate it wasn't correct. So what resources are the courts using? Well, we, we have a, a wide variety of resources that are available to law clerks and court staff. So. Uh, Westlaw, of course, is very popular, um, so I'm not discounting that. But uh, in addition to Westlaw, we have Lexis, Hein Online, Bloomberg Law. There's a variety of different electronic resources, databases, some of the legal news ones I mentioned. Uh, so we have a variety of resources available to court staff. Uh, we also have a variety of print resources. Uh, so uh, we have print resources here available to court staff, judges, law clerks, if they want to take the book back to chambers from our library, great, they could do that. I mentioned it a little bit earlier about how we share material between the different libraries in our circuit. We, we do that too. So we have interlibrary loan within the uh, different libraries throughout the third circuit. But even beyond that, we will even share material with other federal circuit court libraries. So uh, I could search, for instance, uh, if I don't have something here, Maybe the Second Circuit Libraries has something, Ninth Circuit. So uh, we all share material across the federal judiciary. So uh, as a law clerk, uh, really have quite a, a lot of different resources available to you. There's no fee for, with any of these. It's a, a, not like a, a, maybe working at a, a law firm have to worry about uh, billing. So there's quite a lot that that's available to you. So uh, I think it, it is always good to use the different resources available. If you're not sure what is available, ask. It's one of the main things I think we're here in the library uh, to do. Uh, and kind of one of the main things when we start with new law clerks that we like to do, and, and judges and all new court staff, we offer library orientation. So we go over our services and basically what is available to you. This is a, a you know, through the Third Circuit Libraries, through our uh, electronic subscriptions, databases, and print resources. So we try to get that across that there is quite a lot available. Yeah, speaking of law clerks, um, is there anything in particular you would suggest they do to prepare for a clerkship? Sure. Well, I, I mentioned federal legislative history, uh, so I think that is good to get. Uh, some familiarity with how to do that beyond maybe just looking on Westlaw, look at using ProQuest or other different, we have ProQuest, uh, uh, a database specifically for federal legislative history. Uh, so kind of get an understanding of that. 
Uh, also, maybe even understanding of why a judge might want to look to federal legislative history. Uh, there's a good book by former Second Circuit Judge Robert Katzman, uh, Judging Statutes, it's called. So perhaps that could be helpful if you were uh, going to come clerk uh, for the federal court to get some familiarity with kind of the why and also what resources available. Uh, but I was mentioning before, there's a wide variety of resources. So I think it, it's good to kind of get a big picture of what could be helpful for you in different uh, situations. And, and what I mean is maybe the best resource you need maybe is on Lexis or Hind Online or not on, uh, you know, where you, you always turn to. So using a, a variety of sources, you can start doing that. Uh, a temple, uh, you know, use the different resources available there. Uh, uh, if you have a, a class session offered for your, your library at Temple, I, I think it could be good, definitely good to, to attend. Uh, ask questions of the, the library staff um, at Temple if you come here. Uh, make sure you know it's available to you. Uh, so I mentioned also before, uh, I think I mentioned dockets. Uh, so that's a common question we get with new law clerks using PACER. Um, what other docket tools are available? For instance, Bloomberg Law's docket database, Courtlink on Lexis. Uh, so those types of tools are, are would be a good good time saver and good to get some familiarity with. And also just a couple more things. Uh, I think it's good to have a variety of different search techniques. Um, I know a lot of us tend to keyword search, natural language search first. Um, but get to understand the pros and cons of that. Um, why maybe you'd want to do a, a Boolean terms of connector search. Uh, again, what what might benefit for you to try searching a couple different ways? Um, and also why it might be good to try it on a couple different databases. Uh, so uh, I, I think that's kind of a good big picture thing to, to try different databases out. I always love reading some of the articles by uh, Susan Mark at the University of Colorado uh, Law Library, uh, Law Library in there. So she has some really interesting articles. I'm sure, Julie, you're probably familiar, but uh, for instance, for those who may not be, there's an article I liked in the ABA journal called Results May Vary in Legal Research Databases. So read the article. If you're gonna try, try the same search like she did out in Westlaw and Lexis, the same search terms, same uh, jurisdiction in those databases. And you might be surprised, you might get, for instance, different case law results. Uh, so uh, it's kind of a, a good thing to keep in mind that there's different tools. Um, some maybe have pros and cons and not just use always the same thing. And I know that that's a lot to have to know one might what might be good, one might be a good resource. But again, that's why librarians are here. Uh, one of the things we, we could help point you in the right direction or, or save you some time. And I promise I did not ask for the Temple Law Library plug, but I am happy to accept it. Oh. <laughs> well, 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 great. Uh, so, uh, uh, but no, there, there's there's quite quite a lot. I I, I think. Um, that could be helpful for a law clerk. There's even some specific books, I'm sure probably uh, your, your law library has some on, on federal uh, clerking. It can't hurt to, to review some of those. Um, 
There's, I know, even some specific books if you're a federal district court law clerk, a federal appellate law clerk, lurk, law clerk. I think that could be helpful. It could be helpful too to get idea of what's good treatises for working in a federal court. Uh, a lot of court staff like using federal practice and procedure, Wright and Miller, how do you access that on Westlaw, Morris Federal Practice on Lexis, and so forth. If you're maybe doing, uh, I don't know, immigration cases, what are good data uh, resources in that subject? If you're working in the District of Delaware, what's a, a good patent resource? Uh, Chisholm and Patents, of course, comes to mind on, on Lexis. So good to keep in mind maybe where you are clerking, what type of sources you may be using and kind of get familiar with uh, using that and using that to, to you know, save you some time and not, again, just always turning first to the, the keyword searching. Sometimes check out that if you're in District of Delaware, you're working on a patent case, maybe check out Chisholm and Patents first, read over the section, and then maybe use that in conjunction with natural language keyword searching for, for case law and that sort of thing. I can tell you're passionate about research. That's fantastic. <laughs> Um, besides research, what else do the Third Circuit libraries do? Well, uh, a couple different things. Uh, one thing I like working on, I've had the opportunity to do uh, several different times now as we've helped curate exhibits in courthouses. Uh, so if one was to come into the federal courthouse, Sex and Market Street here in Philadelphia, there we have a new lobby exhibit, relatively new, within the last couple of years on judicial independence. It's kind of like a civics overview of the court, how the court works. Uh, we have some even cases from uh, our court's history. We have a few from the Eastern uh, District, a few from the Court of Appeals. Uh, one from the Eastern District is that uh, we highlight is the Gobitis flag salute case from the 1930s, which was an Eastern District. The judge for that was Judge Albert Maris. He's the namesake of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals courtroom. And I believe, I could fact check this, but uh, he, he was a, 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 a Temple Law grad. Uh, so um, really famous case. Uh, so, but I don't know, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun to, to enjoyable to put together uh, some of these exhibits. Another one, our library here in Philadelphia, our namesake is Judge William H. Hasty. Uh, so Judge Hasty had an incredible career. He was the first Article III African-American judge. He joined the court here uh, when he was confirmed in 1950, and he was a judge until he passed away, I believe, 1976. He was a Third Circuit chief judge. Before that, he was a civil rights uh, attorney. He, he worked with Thurgood Marshall. He was actually Thurgood Marshall's uh, professor at, at Howard uh, Law School. So he had a really incredible career. Uh, we have a nice exhibit, which is what I'm getting at, uh, on Judge Hasey's life uh, that we worked on here in the library. So it's right if you come in the library, you can look at the Judge Hasty display. Uh, we even had a Judge Hasty day on his birthday, which was November 17th, where we had invited court staff to come down. We had uh, even a quiz on Judge Hasty's life, and we gave out prizes to uh, the winners for Judge Hasty Day. So that was fun. Uh, so that kind of uh, goes back. I mentioned some court history research. Some of that has been for working on exhibits, which is uh, uh, something that that is, you know, something I, I've enjoyed working on 
We have different library internal newsletters. Uh, so I work sometimes uh, on those, some of them I work on. Uh, that is something that we, we share responsibility with throughout some of my colleagues throughout the different Third Circuit Libraries locations. Um, we also sometimes, some of us will help out with the different judges and court committees. We have, for instance, a judges Third Circuit Courts Community and Rule of Law Committee, uh, which is trying to teach civics and give a little bit more of how the court works to uh, members of the, the community. Uh, so I am a support staff member of that committee, as is one of my other library uh, colleagues. Uh, so we'll meet, uh, kind of help out wherever the, the judges need help with their, their committee and that. We're actually sponsoring this committee as a sponsoring a fifth and sixth grade essay contest. So if you have any fifth or sixth graders, it is now open. Uh, the essay contest is on the importance of voting. Uh, so uh, yeah, so it could be kind of varied. Uh, um, uh, and also I mentioned earlier, uh, orientations for new court staff uh, is something that we take you know, very seriously to I think it's important. A lot of law clerks may only be with the court for a year. It's important that they kind of know what's available to, to them and kind of get them started as quickly as possible uh, with the different research tools and kind of know where to get started. So we try to, within a couple weeks of a law clerk starting, we'll offer usually about a 30-minute orientation uh, for a law clerks. So if you're going to be a law clerk here, I would definitely recommend attending that. Uh, I think it could be helpful, and if you have any questions, too, when I'm doing orientation, one of my colleagues uh, ask, uh, so um, it's it's good to, you know, see if there's a resource in what you're looking on again, or have any questions or, or anything that you want more information on. It's a really good time for a new law clerk to do that. Thank you so much. It was so great to get a behind the scenes glimpse of what's happening at our court libraries. I had no idea about a lot of what you're saying. So I will definitely be sharing this with our future federal clerks. So I'd like to thank Michael for taking the time to speak with us today and to give us this incredible amount of insight. And please tune in next time for another episode of the Temple Law Library podcast. <laughs>